Hi, welcome to Sell Less, Mean More. I'm your host, Yolanthi Gabri. The purpose of Sell Less, Mean More is to move entrepreneurs away from a hard sell hustling mindset and towards a more holistic business practice. I'm so glad you're listening. I'm looking forward to sharing many smarts with you. Hi, and welcome to Sell Less, Mean More. I'm your host, Yolanthi Gabri, and today I'm joined by Vix Maxwell, who is known to many of you as New Age Hipster. Welcome, Vix. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Now, this is the second in our podcast series, which supports 100 Days of Brave, and most specifically, the first trimester of the book, which looks intimately at the process of intuition in business ideation. And Vix is incredibly well positioned to share her smarts about this aspect of creative development with us. So a bit of context. I came to know Vix through Instagram probably four or five years ago when I was getting on my first Oracle card jag with my very good friend Elle Steele, who has been featured on a previous podcast. And, and Vix I'll include all of her Instagram handles in today's podcast, but she does these super fun, massively contemporary, like, card readings, and they were really fun and really jolly, and, um, yeah, we had a great time using our cards to do these readings. And over the years, I've observed as her business practice has developed, and I've, I've noticed that she has, you know, published formally with a publishing partner. She's gone into self-publishing herself, and she's built a substantial influencer platform on Instagram. Um, so it's really wonderful, Vix, to have kind of witnessed witnessed that journey. And in a lot of ways, when you do witness somebody's um, journey to proficiency, it demystifies a lot of things. Mm, yeah, definitely didn't happen overnight. <laughs> I really love the identifying that overnight miracles don't happen <laughs> in publishing or business. It's something that you work towards. And that will probably be at the heart of today's discussion. So, Vix, I'd really love for you to share, do you consider yourself a business person first or an intuitive first? I love this question and the truth is I don't know that I've ever really considered myself a business person. Even now I wouldn't, I wouldn't introduce myself as, oh, I'm a, bus- I'm a business person. I run my own business but, you know, when I was starting out, I had no idea what I was doing with business. Like I just... I just felt this calling to do some readings and to sell some readings online. That was kind of, you know, what I what the the goal was at the beginning. Actually, the goal before that was just to be a blogger and just to share my blog about my own spiritual journey. And then it kind of grew into, oh, maybe I'll try and do some readings for people and see see what happens and see if anybody's interested in that. So um, my business journey really started with me putting some tarot readings on Etsy. And that was kind of me being a business, <laughs> being a business owner. I was like, oh, I'm going to do some readings on Etsy. Yeah. And then it kind of slowly grew from there. And I started to um, get some repeat clients and then people shared about my work and it kind of went from there. But, um, you know, at the very beginning when I was trying to kind of get my, get myself out there, I was just Googling everything. I was like, how do you upload a video to YouTube? Like, how do you use hashtags on Instagram? Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. So, yeah, it was very much a process of, you know, whenever something happened in my business, you know, how do I pay my tax? Like, how do I become a sole trader? Like, what is all of this? Um, so, yeah, it was like this constant sort of me watching a lot of YouTube videos, reading a lot of blog posts on how to run a business. So, yeah, so to describe my 
myself as a business person kind of feels like, oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But at the same time, like I like I am, you know, like that is what what I've become over over time. I think I'd describe myself actually as a creative first. I mean, definitely an intuitive because I feel like that's part of who I am, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's business or creativity or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I sort of feel more like if somebody asked me, are you a business person, are you intuitive or a creative? I'd probably say creative first, intuitive, and then, <laughs> and then business person. But at the same time, it kind of, oh, you know, you got to be all of that when you're, when you're running your own business, right? Absolutely. And I think that's really one of the things that uh, 100 Days of Brave hopefully gives people a grounding in is that when we first begin, just as you said, you're looking up YouTubes on how to upload videos to YouTube. You're looking up ATO advice on how to become a sole trader or a company. You know, at the beginning, we are typically all under-resourced and we're typically looking for advice. And after having done something for a number of years, it feels almost like it's, it's an ease that we did develop with our knowledge, but it's actually really hard, hard one. So if anybody is feeling like, you know, there are all these things they don't know about business or systems in relation to compliance, nobody knows it at the start. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. natural about any of it, which is why it's kind of a mixture of graft and intuition. Uh, Vic, something I find really interesting, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to your insights on this, is that when it comes to business, like when you think of business, it's like it's got this very masculine, heavy quality to its business. Like business looks a certain way, which is a load, a load of a load of rubbish. But um, often people who think about the right way to do business planning, they'll want to veer away from anything that is a soft skill, like a feeling about the success of a concept or a feeling about whether or not you should work with somebody. Why do you think? that this world of business is so allergic to the more feminine, if you will, world of the soft skill of the intuitive? Mm, that's such a great question. I think ultimately the world that we live in, the capitalist world, just doesn't really value, you know, the intuitive kind of way of being. It's all hustle, hustle, go, 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 make more money, you know, spend more money, make more money, spend more money. And it's kind of like... <laughs> when do you have time to meditate you know like when are you give when are you giving yourself time for that but I find it really interesting because I know you know sometimes when you hear these like really successful business people speak you know a lot of them you know you hear you hear people like these people who are into financial trading for example and they'll be like oh I just knew you know like I just knew that I needed to sell or I just knew that I needed to buy it's like everyone's using their intuition it's just that we're we're talking about it and we're calling it that Whereas other people are just kind of calling it something else, I think. But I do feel like there is starting to become, you know, people like us, like we're creating that change, right? Like we're having these conversations and reminding people who are in business or wanting to get into business that it doesn't always have to be like that. Like it doesn't, actually doesn't serve you. And as someone who's been in business for about eight years now, I've had my fair share of hustling and burnout. And I know that it's like, um, you know, it's not always the uh, the best way to do it. And I have seen in the community as well, so many people start a business like over time. I've had loads of friends, people that I've connected with over the years 
and they appear and they're like, I'm running this business, a spiritual business, I'm doing all of these things, I'm putting all this stuff out there. And then, you know, a year or so later, they completely disappear and you never hear hear from them again. It's like, okay, like, I wonder what happened there. Um, And everyone has their reason for kind of going in a different direction. But yeah, it's such a, it's such an interesting time because I feel like all of this stuff has kind of like come from the industrial revolution. And then we had like in the eighties, greed is good and make more money and spend more money and it's good to be rich. And, you know, everyone wanted a corporate job and all that stuff. And now I kind of feel like we've reached the peak and now we're kind of coming down the other side and everyone's exhausted and everyone's wondering what's the point of spending all of my time making all this money when I can't enjoy myself and you know all these questions that people are asking now so yeah I think we're at a very interesting a very very interesting time in yeah on the planet with all of that stuff I don't even know if that answered your question no no, I think it does I mean like you know why some forms of intuition are more are regarded as more serious or more valid than others and the the example of the stockbroker was perfect because you know that stockbroker, like the, you know, the stock market is a confidence game, just like any market, right? When humans all want to do something, there's confidence in that market and so we all buy it. And, um, but it's, it's literally just a sense of confidence and it's often un- unknowable and we look to, to research to, to back up our, our hunches, I suppose. Now, I would really like to know a couple of the tools that you use in, when you're wearing like your, your business or your creative hat, when you're focusing on, on your business or the way you serve your customers, what kind of intuitive tools do you use? And are there, are there particular times of year that you find planning is useful with intuitive? Mm, so tarot has always been massive for me because um, that's kind of how I started. I was just kind of getting back into tarot um, before I started my business. I've, I'd had I'd been into tarot for many many years, and kind of been a dabbler and constantly kind of you know got the cards out and put them away and got them out, put them away again. And I kind of was just getting this nudge to like, oh, why don't you get back into the tarot and see? You know, I had a lot of questions. I was struggling with a lot of things at that time, and yeah, I just had this nudge to get the tarot deck back out. So I started to to work with the tarot and. That was kind of um, and still very much is like one of my favorite tools for business and for life because um, anytime you're kind of at a crossroads and you're wondering what to do next, you know, you get out your tarot deck and, and see. So it's interesting that I've kind of, you know, tarot has been my tool and then I've used tarot as, you know, something to support other people in, in my business. But in terms of planning, um, tarot has kind of played a, a role in that, but I'm also... I work with the wheel of the year, but I kind of work with the wheel of the year in my own way. I don't necessarily do the traditional witchy kind of, you know, oh, it's in bulk, we've got to do X, Y, Z. I kind of go, okay, it's time to, you know, the the earth is moving. It's time to reflect on my journey and where I'm at. So every, um, you know, every three months I kind of sit down and revisit my goals and my intentions before the pandemic, like I was doing kind of like, oh, what am I going to do this year? And I was planning like a year ahead. And now it's like, I can't plan more than three months ahead because I have no idea what's going to happen. But I think it's still really important to sit down and kind of reflect on where, on where you are in business and where you want to be and, you know, what changes do you need to make and what, um, what goals are you working towards? So I kind of do this mix of celebrating the Sabbaths in my witchy way. And then I also get out my notebook and I'm like, okay, going to set some goals and check in with my business at the same time. Yeah. So that works really well for me. And I think it's a good, it's a really good time 
to do it because they are, you know, traditionally points of reflection that humans have been using for, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And for those who are listening today who are perhaps more hard business centric, I think that it's valuable to not put up walls around stuff that sounds woo-woo or that stuff that sounds foreign to your own experience. Because for somebody who is perhaps a little bit um, more esoteric in the way that they do their business planning, when they see you pull out your copy of like the four, four hour work week by Tim Ferriss, they're probably also like, <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. But the reality is that these, Tim Ferriss and the esoteric, in some ways, they're both sides of the same sphere, right? They're all about creating space for intention and working out the way that we want to best live our lives. So why it's been a focus for me to introduce you to people like Elle and like Vix is because I come from a hard business background. So uh, my business does content for professional services. Um, my business side is incredibly strong. Like I'm a very, you know, focused businessy person, but I'm also quite woo-woo-wee. I'm, I'm like, I'm very much in my, in my feminine self. But that doesn't mean that I'm irrational it doesn't mean that I'm not making decisions based on a variety of inputs and the inputs that Vix is talking about here they are just inputs it doesn't mean that people who are using these inputs are slaves to fate like the experience of using an intuitive tool regardless of whether it's meditation or a physical like an oracle card deck they're just inputs right yeah, and I love, I really love that you touched on that because actually, you know, the tarot has kind of this really, it's a lot of connotations connected with the tarot. And, um, you know, a lot of people think that it's about fortune telling. And it has been, and some people still use it to predict outcomes, you know, where is my business going to be in six months or whatever. But I don't even really do predictive readings anymore. I kind of started out doing that because that's the kind of traditional way of reading. But I, um, you know, I also very much believe in law of attraction and in our power to manifest and create what it is that we want and to take action and, uh, you know, set those goals and work towards them. So I tend to use tarot more as like a kind of inner guidance system and an opportunity to kind of check in with what I would call my guides and angels, but my intuition, my inner knowing, you know, whatever it is, whatever that thing is that makes you know when to buy and when to sell and, um, you know, pull some cards on that. And the tarot for me is very much, you know, it can be referred to as like a mirror to the soul and it can just kind of show you what you're thinking and what's going on with you and, um, you know, show you things that maybe you're not focusing on or you're not aware of. And there's actually a lot of people that use tarot for business and there's a lot of people that use tarot for business, not in a woo-woo way like I, like I do, but a lot of people use it as a psychological tool because it's just a mirror. Like in each of the cards, there's things that happen to us in this life journey. So I love that you said that because there's just – Oh, there's so much more to tarot than just, you know, doing a little fortune telling reading and telling someone, you know, when are you going to meet your soulmate? Like it's so much more than that. This interview with Vix Maxwell was cut short a little due to technical issues. However, don't worry, you can continue to enjoy the conversation between myself and Vix on the Ruby Assembly YouTube channel. There'll be a link to this channel in our notes for today. We hope that you've enjoyed Sell Less, Mean More. Sorry for the slightly shortened episode this week. And I hope that you're able to share Sell Less, Mean More with your friends and perhaps throw us a review or two. I'm Yolanthe Gabri and this is Sell Less, Mean More.